Hello and welcome to this Grace Baptist Mission Media podcast. You're going to hear Serving Today, a program for pastors and church leaders. If you're involved in discipling others or perhaps you teach the Bible one-to-one or in a small group, Serving Today will be relevant for a wide range of believers. Welcome to Serving Today, the program for pastors and church leaders. This is Andrew Cook and I'm delighted to be in your company. The Holy Spirit's work, more in the Christian Basics series. As we continue our consideration of the Holy Spirit in our Christian Basics series, it is important to note that one of the great privileges of being a true follower of Christ is that the Holy Spirit of God dwells in us. Indeed, Paul wrote that our bodies are the very temple of the Holy Spirit and that brings marvellous privileges and responsibilities to us. We've already seen in recent programmes here on Serving Today how it is the Spirit who gives us spiritual life. He brings us to trust in Christ. He gives us understanding of the way of salvation and the word of God. He seals us in order that each believer can be absolutely assured that through Christ our sins have been forgiven and we will never perish. And there is so much more that he does for us. Well, we're now going to see how he helps the followers of Jesus to live in a way that reflects the beauty of Jesus. There are many Christian songs and hymns that take up this thought. For example, one literally begins, May the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. Another expresses it like this, May the mind of Christ my Saviour dwell in me from day to day. And this is something all genuine believers long and strive for, to be more and more like our precious Saviour. Jesus, we are told, went about doing good. He was also tempted in all points, just like us, but was without sin. He was gracious, patient, compassionate, kind and so much more. And therefore this ministry of the Holy Spirit, which makes the believer more and more like the Lord Jesus, is both very important and very precious. We're so grateful for the help of Dr John Hall in these studies, and when Derek French spoke with John again for us, he asked him if he would tell us more about the Spirit's work in the believer's life. He lives in believers and produces fruit a holiness of life, a sanctification. You see the sequence, we've talked about the beginning of the Christian life, that you're born again. We've talked about things associated with the beginning of the Christian life, a union with Christ and sealing and understanding gospel truth. And now we're talking about some aspects of the progress, the ongoing progress in the Christian life, where we're meant to be like Christ, meant to be set apart for God. And this process is called sanctification. And we shall look at it in more detail in another study. But we're looking particularly here at the Holy Spirit's work in enabling us to be more holy day by day and to produce fruit. And Derek is going to read to us now from Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Do you want to know, believer, whether you've got the Holy Spirit? 
then concentrate on having this fruit in your life. Desire it, display it, and bring glory to Christ because of it. Yes, I think that emphasis on fruit is important, isn't it? Jesus said, by their fruits you will know them, and by the way that we live, and we indicate whether we are the Lord's or not, isn't it? It's not whether we've had some unusual experience, but... That's right, or some vision, or mm. some tingling, or some falling over. It's much more important that we concentrate on being filled with love, and joy, and peace, and patience, and kindness, and goodness, and faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. What a list! If we were all like this in our homes and in our workplaces and in our society, what a beautiful place it would be. It would be almost like heaven on earth and heaven will be full of this. Yes, and that means we need more of the Spirit's work in us than we don't we to do. produce this. We yeah. do indeed. Yeah. And the sanctifying work of the Spirit is also shown in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 2. And Derek's going to read that to us now. Peter writes, to God's elect who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and sprinkling by his blood. The sanctifying work of the Spirit being set apart for God, that's what it means. And the Spirit of God does that in us. Also closely related to this work of holiness, of sanctification in a believer's life is the filling, the ongoing filling by the Holy Spirit which enables us to live for God and serve him. And Derek's going to read us a verse from Ephesians 5 and verse 18. Yes, this is very practical, isn't it? Paul writes, Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. That's right. It literally means go on being filled by the Spirit. Now, what this means is shown by the rest of Ephesians. Again, it's not primarily an experience of power or tingling. The rest of Ephesians 5 and 6 are well worth reading, listener. Read them. And this is what it means to be go on being filled by the Holy Spirit. It means submitting to one another. It means living for God in your home, in the right place as a husband or wife or child. And it means fighting the spiritual warfare and praying in the Holy Spirit. That's what it means to be filled by the Holy Spirit. Are you filled, believer, with the Holy Spirit? Then go on being filled and go on excelling as a Christian in your home and workplace and fighting the devil. John, what you've just said there reminded me of a letter that a listener sent to me quite recently. And this listener was asking the question, is it possible for a Christian to get to the stage where they will never suffer from temptation again? Well, yes, it is, Derek, but only in heaven. Yes. <laughs> but yes. not this yes. side of no. glory. Because no. we must always remember that what we're beginning to experience here is the beginning of that glory which is to come, mm. which will be perfect. But this side of glory, the Christian will find that he has temptation in his life and must resist it. Yes, because some teach, don't they, that you can be on a higher plane as a Christian, whereas in actual fact what you've shown us from the Bible is we, we're all on the same plane and we face this battle and we need to be filled with the Spirit constantly throughout our lives. Yes, and that's right, Derek. And the New Testament is filled with commands to put to death sin, to, to put on Christ, to resist temptation. If we had no trouble with sin and temptation, we wouldn't be taught to watch and pray lest we enter into temptation. We wouldn't be taught to put on the spiritual armour mm. to resist the devil's work. A spirit-filled life is a life where we seek by the Spirit to put to death sin, 
and to live a life in obedience to God and please God, and it requires effort on our part. Let's look at another aspect now of the Holy Spirit's work. He gives gifts to believers, and Derek is going to read for us 1 Corinthians 12, 4-7. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. We're looking then at the gifts the Holy Spirit gives to believers. Notice this, that they're gifts. We don't deserve them. We can't boast about them. God has chosen to give us them. Each Christian is a member of Christ's body, the church, and therefore the Holy Spirit gives to each Christian gifts which enable them to fit in with that body and serve the body. They're all given for the common good to help others. There are other lists of gifts in uh, the New Testament beside that one we read in 1 Corinthians 12. There's another one in 1 Corinthians 12, 27 to 31. You can find them in Ephesians 4, 7 to 13, where he says, But to each one of us grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. He gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up. You find another list again in Romans twelve six to 8 referring to gifts according to the grace given us. The emphasis again is that God gives it, prophesying, serving, teaching, encouraging, contributing to the needs of others, leadership, showing mercy, just a, a random list to indicate that God gives gifts. 1 Peter 4, 10 to 11 also is another list where Peter writes, each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, so that in all things God may be praised. So just briefly here, we need to remember that they are gifts, they are given to benefit others, and to bring praise to God. And lastly, it's through the Holy Spirit that we pray. He helps us to pray. And Derek is going to read two verses to us from Ephesians 2 and verse 18 and Romans 8, 26. Yes, Ephesians 2 first. Verse 18 reads, For through him, that's Christ, we have access to the Father by one Spirit. And then in Romans 8 verse 26, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And so we've seen that the Holy Spirit causes us to be born again, unites us to Christ, works in us, holiness, sanctifies us, gives us gifts, enables us to pray. There's much more that we could have said regarding the Holy Spirit. But remember this, he applies the work of Christ to believers. He seals and sanctifies believers in Christ. And this seal comes to all believers as they are converted. Sanctification is the ongoing process going on at a different rate in each believer. But you cannot be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. And remember, listener, that the way to become a Christian is not to seek the Holy Spirit, but to have faith in Christ. Earlier in today's programme, I referred to some Christian hymns that have been written around today's theme, and one of them was, May the mind of Christ my Saviour live in me from day to day. The first verse continues, 
by his love and power controlling all I do or say. It expresses the believer's desire to grow more and more like Jesus because it's this desire for likeness to Christ which is the evidence that the Holy Spirit is doing his sanctifying work in us. That hymn was based on Paul's words in Philippians 2 and verse 5, which reads in the King James Version of the Bible, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This and similar scripture verses such as 2 Peter 2 verse 18, which exhorts us, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Encourage the believer to live a truly holy life. And this can only be achieved as we rely on the Holy Spirit to help us. It is a lifelong work, but is the supreme evidence of a life that is filled with the Spirit. And how reassuring it is to know that the Holy Spirit is with us forever, as Jesus has promised. This is particularly encouraging for new believers who may fear they don't possess the qualities to ensure they will endure in the Christian way to the end of their lives. We can reassure them that God's Spirit lives in them and he will sustain and help them each step of the way. Well, that brings our time to a close here on Serving Today. So this is Andrew Cook saying goodbye and may the Lord be with you by his Spirit. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. There are a number of ways to get in touch. Our email address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk. Find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. Or you can search our web catalogue at www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye.